Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. Hi friends, welcome back. So this podcast is going to be a slightly challenging one, but one that I think is very, very important and one that was very much inspired by me and my friend Lisa Hammond chatting about feelings. Yes, feelings. Um, So it's about tackling your own truth (laughs) and whether it's a good idea or not. So be ready for this one because it's going to be a bit hectic. So sit back, relax and have a think. So. The reason why I want to talk about this is because I, I'm i in two minds of whether it's a great idea to really tell your own personal truth on stage. Um, not, not because I think your stories aren't cool enough, because obviously everyone's stories are super impressive and super exciting. It's just whether it's worth you accessing it and reliving this. So this podcast is more specifically about if you're going to tell your a traumatic story, okay? Because the biggest scary problem with this is if you're going to go ahead and access this traumatic moment. So let's say it was um, a bereavement. Let's go there because that's, in my opinion, one of the worst things I've ever, ever experienced. I wouldn't want to go there because firstly from a personal perspective for me to be in a studio to make a piece of choreography I get I've talked about it lots of times I have a strong emotional response to the subject matter and to make it real and to live in that moment you've got to access it and I'm not sure if I would want to so a few years ago, it would be seven years ago now, my, my father passed away and it was absolutely, and still is, the most horrendous thing that's ever happened to me. And I've considered making something to honour him and I have no idea what it would be because I, in my brain, cannot and don't want to access that horrible thing of remembering that I don't have my father around anymore. And I have a lot of respect for anyone that has done this on stage. Like, well done, because I'm not there yet. (laughs) And it was seven years ago. And, you know, grief, grief is a horrible thing. And grief is there for a reason. So I will do something for him, but I'm not going to ever make a piece that's about my father passing away. If I was going to make a piece, it would have to be about an aspect of his life or something that made me feel great or a memory that was fun that would kind of lift me away from the missing of him. Because actually the closest thing I've ever come to this is I've written scripts before and I've thought about my dad and a piece I started to write called Gecko, which I'm still in the process of wanting to finish it because I actually really loved what I wrote. I imagined... A different place. So my dad's favourite place on earth was Ibiza. <laughs> he, was a bit of a, he was a bit of a rock star. I love him for that. Loved dance music. Went to Ibiza several times. Got mashed up in places like Pasha and Amnesia. 
and lived his best life at the end at the age of like fifty five. So, <laughs> so I invented a script that was about that. And in in the script, um, it's two characters, Eva and Bobby, who are going on a mission to go and have a drink in a bar that their dad had left them. And obviously in my mind, those people are myself and my brother and we're going to a bar where my dad would have left left me a drink, like in, in like a postcard or something. That's kind of where the story's going. That's facetious. That never happened. But I think that's one way that you could possibly tell this deep, dark story if you made a completely fake story that's not real. Because if you are going to go and do like the moment that my dad passed away... Oh, goodness me, I, the thought of that literally, my, my face is getting hot even thinking about it because I remember the phone call of when I heard the news and I will never forget that day for the rest of my life and I, I, I was beside myself, obviously. I never, ever, ever want to do that. And I was chatting with my good friend and colleague, uh, Lisa, the other day and she told me about a piece that she, she'd made uh, a few years ago. It's actually when I'd met her. And in this piece, it was, it was all about... Um, it was about, the, the music had a lyric called like cringe and do I make you cringe and it was it was sort of about it was it was I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this I mean she did it at UK PPC so hopefully not but <laughs> the, the piece was about you know her sort of f- feeling that people's looking at you in a negative way and because she got so into the character and it is her own truth she said that she wasn't she actually believed in it in, in too much of a big way so it stopped her from actually performing it in the way that she wanted it to because she be- she believed it. She was reliving the feelings that she was putting out there, which is a shame. In in a in the in the in the perspective of an actor, accessing your own personal experiences is a great way to become a good actor and to um, to perform something truthfully. It's a really really great tool and. Uh, I know from from doing acting classes and taking a few and and whatnot, is that if you're playing a character that you know isn't, know, let, let's say we're playing playing Eva, the the person I invented, um, playing a character called Eva, and let's say Eva is a police officer and she um, she witnesses a stabbing for the first time on her first day at work, and it scares the crap out of her and she cries and she hysterically cries. Right, that's never happened to me. I have no idea how that would possibly feel. However. I know what it feels like to hysterically cry. I know how it feels to see a fight. I know these feelings and I can try as an actor to reenact these things. And my body can't tell the difference between whether it's a true story or a, or a made up one. Because if I tell it, if I reimagine something that's happened to me before, like I know that I've seen someone get punched in the face before and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and and I, I have hysterically cried. I know what these things feel like. So if I want to play that character that's a policewoman called Eva, then I would think about these things that I've experienced in my life that are somewhat similar to what she's doing, and then I can access that character and I can perform that character. So from an acting perspective, these things are great. But if you're going to go into your own personal story, it's almost like reverse. Because you're, what you're going to put out on stage is... You're telling a story to possibly anything from 300 to 600 people that you've never met. And unless you are able to just do that, which, again, is an incredible skill if you can, I don't believe, and I'm sorry for anyone that I have seen perform very personal stories, I don't believe that you are brave enough 
to put your story on stage in a way that's completely truthful and real. Okay, and I'm not saying that you, you're going to be a bad performer because that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you're going to tell a story about, for example, a divorce, a bereavement, um, anything that's that's really shocking, I think you need to ask yourself, can you go on stage and perform that in a way that's completely truthful that won't destroy you? It's like, sorry, this is very, this is very harsh. <laughs> let's, let, let's lighten the mood a bit. But I mean that to be serious because, you know, the reason why we don't like to think like I I I know that my my father's not around and it hurts me to my core every time I think about it. So I try not to, and I try and think about wonderful happy times and lots of things remind me of my dad like food and music and smells and there's things in my room I have pictures of him all the time. So I'm aware it it goes there, but my brain never goes to the dark place. My brain stays bubbling nearby, accepting that it's happened. And I just think of nice, happy things. Like, I'm smiling now. I'm thinking of when we've been to raves together and we've been to Faithless concerts together and it makes me feel good, right? That's a nice thing. So what I'm saying is, if you do want to make a piece that's about something that's about you, do you want to go on stage and tell that story? And I mean that in the nicest, nicest, nicest possible way. Because reliving your past trauma is something that we don't do. We avoid it. We... we it, we know it's there and it exists and we step away from it because we otherwise we'd be in perpetual sadness, which would be horrendous. You know, and we've all been there. We've all had an experience which has like, shocked us to the core. We don't want to go there. And I think it's a powerful thing. And I keep telling everyone, I, I only have emotional responses to my stories. But if you want to tell a story, and this is, this is my advice, so I'm going into it. If you want to tell a story about something that happened to you personally, I think just be very clever about the way that you're going to tell it. Do you need to tell the story that it's you? Otherwise, my advice would be to invent a different character. So, I thought about this so that I could do this podcast, and I'm going to use the example of the of the script that I, I wrote, which I have never intended to make into a poll routine, but hey, maybe one day I'll do it. Maybe it'll be cute. But for this particular routine, it would have to be a doubles routine, which I haven't done yet. Lisa. <laughs> maybe my friend Lisa might be uh, tempted to do that one day, but... Let's let's pretend then. So this piece is about my dad. It's something that could have happened. He could have left me a drink at a bar in Ibiza. But if you want to tell a story that's really, really dark, do what I mentioned before about things like the given circumstances. Build more things around it and make a new story. So let's pretend then that in this story, um, in this pole theatre routine I'm just about to make, um, it's... The story would have to be something like me and my brother. We are walking along the, the beaches of Ibiza. We are looking for this bar that our dad left us a drink at. And th during that journey, we're actually going on a journey to do something because our dad has prompted us to do it. And actually, that script that I wrote is, is actually about an argument that, that me and my brother never had in real life. It never happened and it never will happen because it's, it's made up what's actually in there. But the argument that I sort of went down is that I wasn't told that my father was ill and I'm upset about my brother and so in our argument that we have in the fake beach in Ibiza I lose my shit or Eva loses her shit and she says you didn't tell me he was ill and that's what that fight's about the piece isn't about my dad 
the or, or their dad. It's not about dad. It's not about being an Ibiza. It's not about the fact that they're together. The actual subtext, the real subtext, is about that I wasn't there. That's what it's all about. So that's what the piece would be about. I hope this is making sense. So if you're going to tell your story, think about the subtext. Think about the, the bigger picture, the bigger world around it. So if you are making something, let's say, about a divorce, and it could be about your own personal divorce, maybe it's there. A good idea is to think about what it is that you would want to say. Think of something in a wider sense. What if it was you looking at another person in, in their divorce? Or what if the roles were reversed? Or what if? And actually just questioning that, what if? Saying that, what if this wasn't me? What if it was my friend doing this? And putting the what if in there will kind of give you a little bit of fantasy world. And... You don't have to really then go into these dark places because it's it's hard. It's like I said about the actors. They access experiences so that they can play a character more truthfully. And I mentioned this in my podcast. I think it's the third one I did called Demonstrating versus Doing. Demonstrating being that, let's say, in a divorce, um, I'm now I'm demonstrating that I'm angry and sad versus... I'm actually feeling angry and sad. And as an audience, we know when people are lying to us. We don't like it. We can see it. And this is why sometimes when you see things in pole theatre, you understand the story, but you just don't believe the person. You go, oh, that was really good. That was amazing. Um, But I don't feel emotional about it. And it's because they were probably not able to access the feeling enough because it was... It's hard to put your, you know, put your heart on stage. It's really really difficult. Um, So, yeah... In all, if you're going to tell a story that is truthful about yourself, in in conclusion to all of this, think about a way that maybe you can tell it in a slightly different way. So you can still access, because again, if this is actually happening to you, then you're going to have that emotional response anyway. It's in you. And because you're putting it into a slightly different character's voice, maybe it's in a different location. Like, you know, I, I would imagine that if you're going to tell a story of divorce, for example, your your location for it would probably be something like your house. I would imagine. I don't know, like, because, you know, it's a home, right? It's the, the divorce is breaking up a home. Uh, you might think about your kids or something. But why don't you take that and just li- go to a different place? Like, literally, what if we I was in a bar and this happened? What if I was in a park and this happened? What if I wasn't talking to my my future ex-husband? What if I was talking to a friend? What if I was talking to a dog? <laughs> Change the location. Make it something that's not real. Because then it, it alleviates that the fear and it alleviates the, the, you know, the reality of it. Because also, remember, you, you're doing a pole dance about it or you're doing a hoop routine about it or a silk routine about it. Anyway... <laughs> I wouldn't go to pole dancing um, if I got some bad news. Some people probably do. I don't. The fact that we've got a pole on stage and we're going to tell our stories on something as bizarre as pole already is new and strange and weird. And that's a great thing because it then means that you're in a new place that's weird and you can tell your story in a very strange way. And that's great. So all in all, have a think. Just because it's your story, it doesn't mean that you have to tell it completely truthfully. Think about a new character, think about a different location, think about if it was on a different body, and just be very, very careful when you're going to go down this deep, dark road. Because, you know, reliving past trauma is a hard place. However, 
in all of this, I will also say that I do think that dance and pole and theatre are really good ways for us to express what we're feeling about past traumas or you know I'm, I'm obviously i'm doing this in a in a um negative emotion state but you know if, we, if we're at, it could be a completely happy thing not many people do happy poll routines that's usually that's not a thing that happens very often but generally speaking no not many people do and I've, I've been trying to make happier poll routines for this reason um because i think that you know the performance space is such a hot place it's a hot place in and what i mean by that is that it's it's high pressure the lights are on the people are watching you you know it's a it's a great place to live out these truths for us because it's an unusual out of body place anyway so it's fantastic so i hope that you, i hope i've not put you off telling your your personal stories um but again just just be aware find the way that's going to make it cathartic is it is it going to be this piece that you're making is it actually going to put something to bed for you is it actually going to um, what is it going to do to your your mental health? You know, ask yourself these questions and also ask your friends. Talk to other people. If you're going to go down this road, I think it's a great idea to talk to friends or talk to people like me. Talk to your instructors. Um, take some of my courses. Shameless self-promotion. Um, <laughs> but, you know, talk to people that you know have also made pieces and find out about their experiences. And also just listen to various podcasts or TED talks from actors and how they've accessed these stories and how they've done these things because you know it, it it will you never want your pieces to be so heavy that it feels like a burden like you don't want to be terrified to go to the studio every day you know you want to be like right I'm going to make this story that is about this thing that happened to me and I'm going to tell it in a story that's not the truth but it's a twisted version of the truth and I'm going to get on there and perform the hell out of it you know I think that the stage is definitely a place to put your personal stories. Um, but also don't be afraid that if you are going to do that, just because you're putting it out there, you've got to do it justice. You know, you don't want people... If, if you're worried that people are going to judge you for your story, then again, it's probably not the place. You know, ask yourself these questions. If you're going to go forth and be your true independent self on stage, get ready because it's going to be a journey and it's either going to be an incredibly fruitful one that's going to make you feel wild and you're going to go past a barrier and good on you please go forth or it could turn out to be quite scary and you might freak out like already a competition is a lot of pressure <laughs> so if you're in the right frame of mind go forth and do it if you're not sure get some help from a professional talk to your friends and really do it justice and really get the meat out of it. If you're loving what you've been hearing in the Public Showering Podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one -one help bringing all these ideas to your own work, it's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.